Hey everyone, I'm Marielle Heather and welcome to the Sacred Souls Podcast. This is episode three where I'm going to talk about transmuting fear into love. So in light of everything that's been going on in the world, I wanted to discuss how we can shift from fear to love. I know it may sound easier said than done, but bear with me on this one. So the fact that I recently went through the most aggressive form of breast cancer, I feel qualified now to talk to you about how I didn't go down a path of fear because this does directly parallel with what we're going through today. Obviously, no one wants to hear that they have cancer, but it was what I had to face. And I had two options or you know, two paths that I could go down. The first one is a path of fear. So when we're stressed, our body goes into fight or flight mode, and this increases our heart rate and our heart starts sending mixed signals to the brain, which causes more disease. And it just really compromises our immune system. Stress is so terrible. No one knows more than I do about that. So it compromises our immune system because now our body is signaled that there's a threat and all of its energy is focused on that. And it's focused on it very intensely. So the other option that I could have or path I could have taken was a path of positivity, reflection, acceptance, surrender. And that is what I chose to do. I went on a quest basically to see how I could transmute a life-threatening diagnosis into something greater and possibly maybe even have a different outcome. Now today we're faced with uncertain times and I see the fear and panic everywhere, but I want to tell you that there is a different way. And I'm not saying don't be cautious and don't have rational fears, but how are you spending the majority of your day? That's really what I'm talking about. There obviously is something going on in the world, but what are you spending most of your day doing? Is it consuming news 24-7? Are you constantly in a state of anxiety? These are questions to ask yourself because you don't have to be feeding these fears and this panic 24-7. So I've put together some tools and techniques that help you transmute this fear into more of a love and a different, a positive state. I use these to navigate through my own cancer diagnosis, and I'm still following them today. So the first one is that I went through that I definitely suggest to everyone is acceptance. And Dr. Bruce Lipton, I don't know if you guys know him, but he is all about epigenetics. He has said, accept the diagnosis, but not the prognosis. And this, although he was relating to, he was speaking about health, different cancer diagnosis and all of that. I definitely think that that applies to what we're going through today because yes, there is a problem. So I'm saying like, accept that there is a problem. But the prognosis, okay, people are getting sick. People, there are some people dying. I'm not saying that's not a reality. But does that mean that you as an individual personally are 100% going to get that disease or get the virus and die? No, it does not. So just know that, like accept it, but see where you're going with it and where you're taking it and kind of just don't think the worst. Just kind of try to let that sink in. The next one is patience. This was a test that I'm constantly being given by the universe that is definitely really hard for me. Like I always joke around telling my friends like the universe just needs to move on with this test because I'm never going to pass it. But I've definitely gotten better at it. If you hear my dog in the background, she is on her back rolling around and growling. So for patience, Obviously, during this time, we can't do all the things that we were doing, and we are unable to live our lives the way that we normally do. So I would just say be kind to yourself, be kind to your body in these circumstances, and just really try to relax. And as I said, I this one's probably the hardest for me. 
but it's just very important to have patience because you kind of have no choice. What else can you do? So just focusing on avoiding the patients and trying to do the opposite really isn't going to help you get anywhere. The next one is slowing down. This was something that I was forced to do. Another one that was actually really hard for me. I am always on the go. I always like to be out and doing all these different things, whether it's working on my business, seeing friends, traveling. So when I couldn't do that anymore due to my surgery, I was forced to slow down. And in a way, again, I think it parallels what we're going through now. We aren't able to necessarily do all the things that we like to do. And we're definitely better for worse, forced to slow down. And the positives that I took from that that I wanted to share with you is that Slowing down definitely, although hard at first, helps you reflect. It helps you regroup. I talked about this in the last podcast with cycles. If you're constantly on the go, you just because like work harder, work smarter, not harder, you know, that saying it's really true from my experience, because when I was forced to slow down, I was able to actually reset my creativity, get new ideas. And I definitely wouldn't have had all any of those things happen if I was constantly pounding the pavement because we get burnt out. So this could be, you know, maybe you're burnt out in an area in your life, or maybe you've been overworked for whatever your career is or your job, or if you're a parent, just anything that you're going through, this is a time where you can slow down and embrace it and just see what positive things can come from it. Maybe journal more if there's a book that you've been wanting to read or several books since now we have the time or podcasts or just anything if you wanted to learn something. There are positives that can come out of slowing down. The next one is natural healing. So for me, this was what kind of healing am I going to do that is not painkillers and all of that. And while that specifically isn't what you guys, us as a whole are going through, when I say natural healing now, I just mean, if you're listening to this, you know, I always say like, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably on a spiritual path. So this is the perfect time where if there are any blocks that you've been meaning to shed or any trauma you want to work on or cords you want to cut, or if you want to learn anything new, like, you know, taking online courses, this is a perfect time for this natural healing to occur. And also going back to the cycles, the earth is now healing too. I don't know if you guys have seen, but now that China isn't having all of their factories and the cars and all of that going, the pollution has gone down and I'm sure it's doing the same here. Not that we had as much, but yeah, so everything is healing, is doing some natural healing. So you might as well embrace that too during this time. The next one is loss of control. So I'm definitely a control freak, or at least I was before my diagnosis. And I would want to always control like everything in my own life and for my business and all of that. But when you are all of a sudden faced with a life-threatening diagnosis or what we're going through now, it's really out of your control. And there really is nothing you can do to get rid of it, like as a whole society. I mean, obviously, okay, yeah, you can do the social distancing and all of that. But again, on the bigger picture, bigger scheme of things, it's kind of we have this loss of control especially with our finances and plans that we had, you know, being canceled or not having money coming in, we cannot unfortunately control that. So it's more of embracing that again, and just seeing how you could maybe lean into the loss of control 
and not that it's comfortable, but when you see that you have this loss of control and you're still managing and you're coping with it and you're finding healthy things to healthy outlets, connecting with people, doing healings if that's what you want to do, meditating. There are, you will see that the next time something happens that's out of your control, like we don't have to freak out. And again, I'm speaking from experience because now that I have gone through all of this, it's like, okay, I realize not everything has to go as planned and I can go with the flow more. I always thought I was like a go with the flow person. And I think in general I am. But when it came to, again, like my business and stuff like that, it was definitely like there was no room for go with the flow. And now there is because I had to accept that. And I saw that in the end, everything did work out for the best. And that was a lesson to me that shows like, okay, sometimes we are not in control, but guess what? You're still alive. And things worked out. Maybe not exactly the way you wanted them to as planned, but they still ended up working out and maybe in a better way than you originally thought. A lot of us are always doing the law of attraction and manifesting things. And in some really weird twisted way, all of these circumstances can be actually bringing to you what you wanted in the end. I know for me, I wanted community for a long time and I was calling that in. And little did I know that community was going to come to me, but through my breast cancer diagnosis. So it's just weird how things happen. But again, just kind of surrendering and knowing that it's all going to work out for the best. Another one is relying on other people. So this one was big for me because again, with the control thing, it's like I like to do everything myself. I never like to ask for help. Um, I never want to burden anyone. And with this diagnosis, there were so many things that I had to actually ask for help for, What, even though I still didn't want to. And I went kicking and screaming. I still had to do that. And especially with everything we're going through now in the world, we do need community more than ever, especially if we are in isolation. We need to talk to friends and family or I'm always here for you guys. So anyone that is there for us, we need to band together and be there for each other. So don't let your pride or anything else, just don't be stubborn like I always was. And just know that it's okay to rely on other people because it really does help you, especially when you're going through a hard time and extreme times like this. And I would say the last thing is I want to mention is um, meditation. So meditation helps you with everything on your mind, body, and soul. There are just endless benefits that I can go on forever about. But when you wake up in the morning, I would say to meditate at least 10 minutes. And that will really prime your brain and shift your mindset. And it will get certain chemicals going to basically relax your, your mind, body, and soul because it's going to send certain chemical connections and it's going to reduce any stress fear or panic that you may have. And so you'll start the day off fresh and really go into the day with some ease and peace. And I would say to do again, 10 minutes, at least at night before bed, because you want to, things are going to come up for you during the day. It's inevitable. So you really just want to clear that and go to bed. Also sage, I would say to sage that also helps clear any bacteria in the air side note. 
So sage and then meditate. (laughs) And then you can go to bed just knowing that your mind is cleared and you can now process everything in a different way. I would say don't watch any news or just anything that is kind of drama filled before bed because subconsciously, whether you realize it or not, it does stick with you. And I tell people this a lot of the times because they'll tell me that they can't sleep at night in general, like before this even happened. And I'm like, what are you doing before bed? And then they tell me that they watched like a horror film or some like really intense, like gory movie. And I'm like, okay, try to watch a comedy before bed and see what happens. And they tell me that it just completely changed, you know, their sleep pattern. Crystals are amazing too. I always talk about them. So crystals, you can use that to help you sleep as well and to help you with your energy. I always suggest clear quartz. That one is the master healer. It cannot hold any negativity. So, you know, at times when we're constantly being bombarded with all these crazy, scary things, that would be a perfect one to have with you in your pocket, you know, during the day, if you have to go out or if you have to be around people, even though you probably aren't at this time. And then at night, when you go to sleep, you can either sleep with it next to your bed, or you can sleep with it under your pillow. So those are pretty much all of the main points that I wanted to share with you today to get us started on maybe a different mindset. Our mind is so powerful. We can create disease, I know from experience, and but on the other hand, we can also heal ourselves. So it's really twofold, but it's really a magical, amazing thing and ability that we have to do. So it's kind of just asking yourself, okay, what do I want to expend my energy on today? Do I want to just be in a state of fear constantly? And you know, maybe you're thinking, yeah, but things are really scary. So it's not like I'm making it up. And I know you're not making it up, but you can choose to spend your day focusing on something else. You don't have to, I'm not saying don't act like it doesn't exist because it does, but you don't have to think about that 24 seven. You can be doing a lot more productive things with your time. And also you'll start to see yourself feel so much better when you're not focusing on these things constantly. So I hope this helps you guys. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. You can always email me or message me on Instagram or on Facebook. And I will talk to you guys next week with a special guest.